If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You guys. You guys, you guys, we guys, we back. You guys, we back. You guys, we back. Yes, be with SB. I'm SB Randolph, the third year host, and we are back with Yes, be with SB, everyone's favorite podcast. By everyone, I mean the people who listen to it. And I love you all, all of you. Thank you so much for listening. And we're back with another episode. We're going to do Friday because it's Friday. You see what I did there? Also, it's Black History Month. So, you know, I feel like wrapping up Black History Month, capping off Black History Month, we got to, you know, do a classic, but not one about slavery. (laughs) (laughs) Not one about slavery. So that's that's an important um, thing that I shouldn't be talking about right now. (laughs) Slavery. So we're going to do a movie that's not, not about slavery. <laughs> Just lead with that. We're one minute in. What is he talking about? Slavery. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's just jump right in. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to do a movie that's not about slavery. Let's talk about slavery for a minute. <laughs> Hold on. No, we're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> Much as I want to. You know, here's the deal with slavery. No, no. <laughs> no, it is the end of Black History Month, and we're going to get through this with a little bit of style and a little bit of grace, okay? So we're going to do Friday, you know, because I figured, like, let's do a classic that everyone loves, that most people have seen, and by most people, I mean probably not enough people. <laughs> so, <laughs> people probably quote it. But haven't seen it, you know. So I kind of feel like that's how we started the month with, with um, Paris is Burning, and now you know it's gonna be Friday. It's like another movie that you quote all the time, but you actually 
haven't seen another movie that's woven its way into the to the cultural zeitgeist but you actually have never sat down to view it but the good thing about this you guys here's the good thing about this shit <laughs> friday is now on tubi now guys do you guys have tubi because <laughs> let me tell you a little something about my friend named tubi it's my favorite streaming service I, oh, oh that's tough it okay that or pluto like because here's the deal so okay oh my god so tubi is amazing because it has all of these amazing films that you would never see because you have common sense and so <laughs> but then a handful of really great films so that's what keeps you coming back to the platform but i because here's the deal if you're someone who's like me who, <laughs> who likes to fall asleep alone um with the television on Tubi's great because you can just pick some movie. Here's the deal. So it's not like it's not going to be a movie that you need to pay that much attention to. Unless it's one of these like films. So if it's like Friday, that's a classic film, but you've already seen it. Do you know what I'm saying? So you don't really need to pay that much attention to it. But then there's also a this, you know, a, a great deal of masterful films that you just put on and you don't have to pay any fucking attention to them at all. And, um, you know, you can catch a little part, you know, like, oh, he's mad at her. Okay. You know, <laughs> you kind of get it. Oh, somebody's going to get murdered. This this music says someone's going to get murdered. You know, you can just, fight, you know, but there's also some really super low budget. Here's the thing, you guys. Me as a filmmaker. I'm a filmmaker, by the way. <laughs> uh, I'm going to release soon uh, my film uh, called Project and Serve, you guys. It will be out at some point in the next few months as a filmmaker. I enjoy watching Tubi because it reminds me how great I am. And I know that sounds... <laughs> I know that sounds just as awful as, as it came out of my mouth feeling. But, um, but no, I mean, when you watch, you know, some of the other things that are being made, you go, oh, okay, you're doing it right. <laughs> like, you know, any amount of self-doubt that you need, you go like, you know what, this is... A film on a major streaming service by a major media company. So I'm doing all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I hope for one day my film to be on Tubi. I'm, I'm going to say that, you know? Like, I mean, not, I got to monetize it first, you know, but at some point, I hope for it to be streaming on Tubi. So, yeah. Uh, I love Tubi, I love everything about Tubi. The Tubi movies, I feel it's just like so good. It's like, it's akin to uh, cable channels. Like, I mean, I guess there is still cable, but it's not really. But there kind of is like, you know, but like when there was like cable, cable, and then like there would be some of those channels that you've never heard of. And they'd be playing some weird movies that you've never heard of at, at, at like late at night. Like that's what I feel like Tubi is. And I think there is a whole universe for that. And I think that it's absolutely 1000% necessary. And these movies need to be made to the further furtherance of the art, even though do I feel like they are high art? Absolutely not. But that doesn't mean that they do not have a voice in the medium so everything doesn't have to be high art you guys there has to be low art for there to be high art so... <laughs> that was so shady but you know it is what it is um so yeah i i love to be and i also here's the deal i also love um uh pluto tv and drew barrymore her little ads you know it's free okay drew because you don't we know it's burdensome for you to pay for streaming services but whatever um but yes pluto tvs that's the one that drew barrymore does the commercials for and so 
Um, I love Pluto because they have they have binge channels. Okay, so do you know what a binge channel is? Let me let me help you out. So a binge channel is like a channel that just plays twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, one show. <laughs> so you can jump in at any moment, and you're just gonna jump right in to that show. That's it's it's such a brilliant idea because you know sometimes you're just like I don't know even even when you pick a show to fucking stream because there's so many streaming services and there's so much going on so even when you finally narrow it down to like a genre or a show then you go like what episode and you're like oh fuck me to hell you know like and you're just like I don't care anymore I just don't care you know like and so <laughs> Pluto is there to solve that problem because all you do you just jump right in you just jump right in. You just go bloop, and and there's already an episode. There's already an episode going, and you just kind of go, oh okay, yo, I either saw this one or I didn't. Oh yeah, I remember this season or I didn't. But then you're just there, and you just keep riding out. When to when till whenever you want to stop, <laughs> because it's playing that show 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and I absolutely love that about it. It shows you know a lot of reality competition shows, which I love, like Survivor and The Challenge, and like RuPaul's Drag Race, like, um, uh, what are the other, I mean, they play like Love and Hip Hop, that's a reality competition show, although sometimes there, <laughs> there's an element of boxing involved in that one, um, so, <laughs> um, but I like Project One Way, Project One Way, Project One Way, Project One Way, <laughs> what, what would that be, Project One Way, um, Anyway, so I love it. But speaking of fashion, you guys, speaking of fashion, did you guys watch the Super Bowl? The Super Bowl was, and by fashion, I don't mean the football stuff. I mean Rihanna and that baby. Because I'm feeling, I'm feeling like, I'm, 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 yeah. I'm feeling like that, uh, that bustier that she was wearing, I feel like it's like that Chia Pirelli, like, the, the fashion house, you know, the new hot hot house, the new hot house. I feel like it's that one. Anyways, I don't know. That hasn't been confirmed. I could probably Google it by now. But anyway, so that you know, the the the, the halftime show. My thought, people are like, "What are your thoughts?" I'm like, I I don't really have any. The thing is, like, I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was a terrible. I didn't, you know, I was like, "Oh, this is fun, whatever." You know, like I thought, visually stunning, visually stunning. I did not have that moment like like jumping out of my seat and stuff like oh bitch you know what I'm saying like <laughs> oh bitch you know what I'm saying when the shit gets so you know they bring out somebody you know and that's I'm glad that she didn't bring out like Drake or anyways there were moments where I thought she was going to bring out you know who you know what I'm saying they played all of the lights and I was like girl you better not <laughs> oh no you better don't Oh no, you better don't like. If you know better, let me tell you something. You lose that billion dollars real quick. Anyways, love to see it. Love to see a billionaire, a female billionaire, a black female billionaire doing her thing on the stage. She's pregnant. She's doing way more than I'm capable of. They even dared get me up on that motherfucking platform in the middle of the air. I said, fuck you all. I'd probably shit myself and fell off just of my own volition. Like, just fuck this shit. <laughs> I can't do it. Because I'm afraid of heights, you guys. Um, so, 
Um, I'm not, I don't know that I'm afraid of heights. I think I'm afraid of falling. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, whatever. So I thought, you know, it was good. You know, it was, it was good. You know, like, that's the thing. I don't, I didn't, I wasn't like, oh, bitch. You know, and I think I wanted to be, my expectation was I wanted to be, oh, bitch. But then I was kind of like, oh, okay, gone, girl. You know, so I think that's it. Oh, gone, girl. That's kind of what I got. Oh, gone, girl. Okay, girl. You know. So that's how it was. <laughs> that's what I give it from a, from a scale of ooh bitch to gone girl. Then she gets a gone girl. So good for her. You know what I'm saying? There was football. People play football. Speaking of which, did y'all see that ad? The two B ad. That's the one. That was the good one. See this all. This all. This all comes back together. The two B ad is the one where they had they they had the commentators and then they. You know, and then it cut into it, and then it was like somebody was changing the channel, and that was the Tubi ad. See, I didn't even plan that, and <laughs> look at that. Here we are. We're back to Tubi. <laughs> I think they might have an ad <laughs> in this program later. I don't know. We'll see. Um, they're buying a lot of ads. They're buying up a lot of ad space <laughs> these days, even even here. You know what? Maybe I should just change. <laughs> That's it. Fuck this shit. I'm going to change this program to an all to be program <laughs> so it's just gonna be all to be movies <laughs> that's gonna be my niche <laughs> like <laughs> i would so do that if anyone had seen any of these movies <laughs> like or if somebody works for Tubi, you know let me know because <laughs> i'll i will certainly do an all to be podcast because i'm already watching it anyway but i watch them when i fall asleep you guys like because it's like you know it's a low a low investment you know some of these films you know you know you've watched the first two minutes and you know what you're getting into and then you go all right well um i and then i some of my friends movies are on these on tubi and i and then i get to see them and i'm like oh this is exciting because you know some of these movies the thing here's the thing you guys being an actor in la or an artist in la in general most of the time, you don't really get to pick the quality of what you do. You can bring the best quality you can to whatever project you do, but you don't really get, get you know, you're not Michelle Williams, you know, tossing around offers from Scorsese or Spielberg. You're kind of just, you know, working wherever, the, you dance with whoever will bring you. And so... Uh, you know, I never fault the artists involved in the films. You know, who, who knows? You know, it's the director's problems, <laughs> the director's fault probably for, you know, making that nonsense. But, you know, whatever. I, I feel like there's a, a space for everything. And so, especially now with streaming and stuff, there's a space for everything, you know, because can, they can host it and if people watch it and it makes some money, then shit, whatever, then it's a hit, bitch. So, you know, there's just less barriers to entry, which I enjoy. Because anyone can make a movie now and it can be uh, distributed, which is amazing. So if anyone would like to fund my film, please let me know. <laughs> All right. So what was I talking about? So 2B, we're back to 2B and Friday, which I love Friday, you guys. So I also have, I have a story because, you know, one of the stars of this film, John Witherspoon, I shot a television show with him. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, so I'm going to tell my John Witherspoon story, but I'm going to tell it at some point. So if you want to know my John Witherspoon story, who in John Witherspoon was a, you know, he has passed, may he rest. Uh, I believe it was pre COVID. So he missed the fun. Um, so, 
<laughs> he missed the nightmare. So, but anyways, may he rest. I did work with him on the show, which was amazing. And um, I will tell you all about it at some point during this program. So that, so we'll put a pin in my John Witherspoon story. So what else is there about Friday that you need to know? Um, so director F. Gary Gray. Let's see what else F. Gary Gray has directed. All right. Because I know, like, I know Ice Cube is trying to get the rights back to it. He's, like, doing a 50 Cent where he's like, give me my show back. You know, 50 Cent was like, give me my show back. And then Ice Cube is like, give me my movie back, bitch. And so, um, Pepsi the Call. I don't even know what that means. Director of video 2022. I don't know what that means. Men in Black International. F. Gary Gray directed it. Oh, so he does these. Oh, straight out of comps. Okay. All right. All right. I'm caught up. I'm, 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 I'm aware now. So he does all of these things. Okay. Got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. Arke a lot of R. Kelly things. <laughs> Danny musician. Danny black musician. He's the go-to guy. Good for him. Um, Babyface, Cypress Hill, Outcast. Aha. Hush that fuss. Does anyone else remember all of the words? to Rosa Parks the song by Outcast or is that just me it came on my it came on my um shuffle not shuffle what do you call it? I don't know whatever yeah I guess shuffle it came on my shuffle whenever I was running the other day and I was like and I was like trying to remember how many words I know and I still know a lot of them TLC Brandy he does all these musician things so great F what was it <laughs> F Gary Gray Gotta love him. So, uh, Nia Long is in this. She's been making a lot of headlines lately. I guess she had a baby or something. I don't know. But, yeah, she was, like, the girl. She was, like, that girl. You know what I'm saying? Like, in all of these movies back in the day, it was, like, Nia Long, girl. Nia, that's what they said. Nia Long, girl. Of course, Regina King's in <laughs> Ah, Regina King was that girl also. But she was the banshee friend in every movie. Uh, like Poetic Justice. Uh, she was always like the banshee girl from around the block. Chris Tucker, who, yeah, good for him. Whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess he had an existential crisis after making a lot of money. And I don't know. I guess he did a lot of weird things. I don't know. He And he didn't come back for the sequel, I feel like, because he said he didn't want to put that image out. But it's like, okay, well, <laughs> you sure took that check, though. Okay. Anyway. Um, let's see, Tom Lister Jr., we, Debo, we know him, we know Debo, I don't even know him as Tom Lister Jr., I think we know him as Debo, Anna-Marie Horsford, we know her from every black movie ever, Apologi Parker, uh, yes, um, I mean, this is just a who's who of everyone, we got, you gotta love it, okay, um, so we're gonna watch Friday, on this beautiful Friday. If you've never seen it, that's cool. You're weird. Um, but check it out. It's on Tubi. And I'm going to start watching it right now. Our if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, you guys, on Esther's here. <laughs> so, look, here's the deal. With movies that are this black, this movie is blackity black, black, black. So <laughs> there's layers to the blackness of this movie. So you have to have... Some of the, you know, a lot of the cameos and things and, and things involve a lot of knowledge of previous knowledge of black filmmaking and black television. So one of them is on Esther, who's LaWanda Page, <laughs> who is famous from many things, but also most, most notably Sanford and Son. And she played on Esther. And she would come over to Fred Sanford's house. And, you know, she was a Bible-thumping old crazy lady. And uh, she would just call him, you know, sinful or something. And then, you know, it was that that sort of, uh, there was the Archie Bunker, you know, well, bang to the moon. But um, it was that, you know, she she had a catchphrase, I believe it was. (laughs) I believe it was, Fred Sanford, you old heathen. And it would go exactly like that. So every every single time, Fred Sanford, you old heathen. Anyways, and so he would always like threaten to punch on Esther. It was funny, you guys, like in a funny way, not in a, not in a threatening way. And um, you know, Fred Sanford. Every time something big would happen, he would he would say he was having a heart attack, and he'd say, "I'm coming, Elizabeth," because his wife was dead, which is not which is not part of the the show. A lot of dead people and weird things happening. But yeah, his his wife his wife was dead. And um anytime anything bad would happen, he he would clutch his heart and he'd say, I'm coming, Elizabeth. I'm coming. This is the big one. And so <laughs> But I say all this to say you can check out reruns of great shows and great black shows like Sanford and Son on Tubi. Back to the movie. Yes, they're streaming on Tubi. I mean Dropping gold. How you get fired on your day off. <laughs> gold. It's a classic. Don't nobody go in the bathroom for about 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> Somebody open a window. <laughs> Classic.
classic, you guys. Classic. And you know this man. Florida Evans looking motherfucker. <laughs> Is this the most quotable movie of all time? I think it might be. It's Friday. You ain't got no job. And you ain't got shit to do. <laughs> This is, uh, this, yeah, I, I swear, we we haven't even got to buy Felicia yet. This ain't enough. Make it enough. Come on, you guys. If you haven't seen this movie, you probably think I'm crazy right now. And you would be correct. But if you have, why is every fifth line quotable? Like, wow. Ah, my neck, my back, my neck and my back. <laughs> you guys, this is going nowhere fast because I'm just going to be quoting this fucking movie. <laughs> oh, my goodness. This is so good. Like, it's it, just all of it. The it, It's so quotable. It's so classic. Like, I just, it's like black people anchor, man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's like. I'm trying to think of another movie that everybody quotes left and right, but I feel like The Office is something, but it's not a movie. But I'm trying to trying to think of a movie, but I think I guess Black People Anchor Man is the best way to describe Friday. It's like it's like Anchor Man with black people. <laughs> is that the best way? because <laughs> um, I don't know. People quote Anchor Man, but I feel like I saw Anchor Man, but I didn't really care. Um and so I don't know, like people quote it and I go like, What? <laughs> like just Huh? It's like Anchorman. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, sure. Um, wh whatever. But I don't, I don't really know. I don't. Really, I'm Ron Burgundy. I feel like I don't, I don't really know. It didn't. I don't know. I didn't. It didn't do. It did nothing for me. Um, but anyway, so I feel like this is Black People Anchorman. So, <laughs> and then like the whole by Felicia thing. Like I feel like I mean that became a part of the cultural zeitgeist in a major way of just dismissing someone but um i think especially thanks to reality tv most specifically reality tv set in atlanta i think sort of kicked that off i don't know i'd love to do i'd love to i'm gonna do my phd on that so <laughs> uh, the nature and history of by felicia that's what i'm just gonna trace it um through the cultural zeitgeist <laughs> Don't think I wouldn't do that because I, I so like from a film and television PhD. You know, some I'm sometimes I'm I'm like, you know, do I get my PhD? Because <laughs> you know, people piss you off enough. I'm like, I'm kind of want to make them call me doctor. You know, what I'm saying? <laughs> just, just like, <laughs> like God, they would. I'd really hate if they had to call me doctor. <laughs> so. That's why I tell people now, don't make me have to make you call me doctor. Because I will do that just out of spite. I will get a PhD out of spite. Um, but yeah, so by Felicia. like, And so then I know that the woman who played Felicia, let's look up her name because I want to give her her, her her flowers because she deserves them. Because she's like, hi, what? <laughs> remember Felicia? She literally, I think there was like a thing in Huffington Post or something where she did a whole article where she was like, everybody says, bye, Felicia. When is someone going to say hi, Felicia? And I feel her on that. <laughs> I mean, is it, is that an insane thing to say? Sure. 
<laughs> but, <laughs> Angela Means. Angela Means deserves her flowers, you guys. Um, and she is right. Everybody says, bye, Felicia. But when somebody gonna say, hi, Felicia. <laughs> and on that note, let's say bye to this segment and head on over to a break. You guys, 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 we back. All right, you guys, it's time for a message from our sponsors. But here at YesB with SB, we don't have any sponsors. You know what? Actually, you guys, I think I'm lying because I think we might be getting sponsors. I think we might be getting sponsors, but until I know for sure if we're getting sponsors, then we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> so our sponsors would probably be Super Bowl 57. Shine by like a diamond. Ella, Ella, eh, eh. Bright like a diamond is right. We're back at Super Bowl 57. Chuck Chickles here. That Super Bowl halftime show brought to you by Hellsberg Diamonds. Bright like a diamond. Yeah, he's cheating on you, but you already knew that. Chiefs and Eagles back on the field. Philadelphia with a hell of a lead, looking like a hell of a hullabaloo, like a kick in the cankles for the Kansas City Chiefs. What say you, Bob? Thanks, Chuck. Man, there's still some fight left in these here Kansas City Chiefs. I'll tell you what, they're fighting like a four-finger figure skater on a Friday night fuck fest. Back to you, Chuck. <laughs> Friday night fuck fest is right, Bob. <laughs> Man, these Kansas City Chiefs been handling that ball like a big, black, ball-busting bastard, singing Baila Most to a ballerina in Brazil. Back to you, Bob. <laughs> that reminds me of our trip to Brazil. That was a good time, man. Now, back to the field. These Philadelphia Eagles, man, they are dancing around that field like a dick dancer named Damien and Denmark looking for more Deutschmarks from Donny Osmond. Remember that trip? Anyways, back to you. I do good times, Bob. In this second half, hopefully the Kansas City Chiefs can stop looking like a heavy set whore with horse teeth sucking horchata out of my foreskin. <laughs> you, you remember <laughs> You remember that, Bob? <laughs> back to you, Bob. What was his name again? Ah, Sebastian. Hopefully the Eagles be able to settle the score here, just like our good friend Sebastian. Remember Sebastian? And how he could suckle the sacrosanct semen out of the scrotum of a South Asian Sasquatch. Oh, I miss him. I miss him too, Bob. <laughs> I miss him too. Well, maybe we should go visit him after the game. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Hey, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see Sebastian. Are you coming? You know I'm coming. This message brought to you by Priceline.com. Pick a price and pay for your pleasure. Book your next trip with Priceline.com and save money for hookers. You will not regret it. We back, we back. You guys, we back, we back, we back, we back. What a wild commercial break. So we back, we watching Friday, you guys. So by Felicia happened. You know, we're past the midpoint now. By Felicia happened. It was... Uh, it was amazing. Um, we hope that Angela gets her flowers. Uh, Bernie Mac showed up. Here's the thing. With black movies in, of this era, which I feel like we need to bring back. Like, let me just put that on the table first. But of with black movies of this era, they're like everyone came to play. And that was so fun. It was like every black actor was like, I'm in. Everybody showed up. And it's so fun to watch. And also there were just some hits like Puff Puff Give, you fucking up the rotation. I mean, every why is everything in this film so damn quotable? I just 
I, I love everything about it. Anyway, so we back. We watching the film. Let's keep going. Pressing play now. Ah, you know what? Funny as hell, but it also good lesson too. Like, yeah, you know, we want the easy way out. No, you don't get to take the easy way out. You got to fight your fights. You got to go through the thing. You know, it's tough, but you got to go through it. You know, it's, uh, why is this? this? Is this a perfect film? There are several films that I think are perfect films. And I think I might add this to the list. Like the most recent one that I have identified as a perfect film is Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman is a perfect film. There's nothing wrong with it. it. It does. It checks all the boxes. It does everything. It does formula absolutely right. The characters go all have arcs. They all go through. The, everything is. It's a perfect film. It's shot perfectly. The performance is perfect. Everything. The edit. Everything is. The music, Everything is perfect. It is a perfect film. Um, I feel like this might be a perfect film. I feel like I was sleeping on Friday, and I woke up on Friday just now. Janet Jackson. Bitch got out the car looking more like Freddie Jackson. Y'all, this movie is crazy. So, <laughs> you know, a lot of the things that they're saying, they couldn't get away with these days. But it's okay because this is like a time capsule. So we go back in time before a lot of these sensitivities were so forward. And we, you know, we just we go, okay, well, this was before, before now. So, shh. so here we go. Let's just get into the John Witherspoon story. So here's the deal. So I was on a show called Black Jesus. I guest started on a show called Black Jesus pre-pandemic. I believe this was 2019, like right before the pandemic. So, um, and, and who knows? Like this is a show that like notoriously goes years between episodes. So who knows if I'll ever be coming back to that show, if the show will ever be back at all. Who knows? I don't know. It was on the now defunct Adult Swim, which I think has been absorbed into HBO Max now. But, you know, you can you can watch me on the show on HBO Max. So whatever, whatever. Who cares? So um, hope hopefully Black Jesus comes back. That'd be amazing. Anyway, so one of the stars of the show is John Witherspoon. So I was on the show with John Witherspoon. He was here's the deal, you guys. I'm going to tell the truth. I'm going to tell the truth about John Witherspoon. He was amazing. Honestly, he was just like, <laughs> I always struggle to try to like dramatize this stuff. Like, I don't really have a lot of bad interactions with celebrities. Like, they're only just like two or three, like Melissa McCarthy. Fuck Melissa McCarthy. Like, but, um, you know, there's only like two or three. But like John Witherspoon, no, he's amazing. He was an amazing amazing actor to work with and an amazing human being just a nice person in general no diva no none of that and it was so funny because like i mean <laughs> um here's the deal so like they there was like, like it's like in directing john witherspoon the the director heath who's a someone a friend of mine who i've worked with before and everything but um like but just on the show in general there's a general sense of uh, dealing with uh, John Witherspoon, it's like, okay, so-and-so, you're going to say your line. Then John's going to do what he's going to do. And then you're going to say your other line. <laughs> so that's just kind of, that was, the, that was the going, because he's an improviser. You know what I'm saying? And I, 
you know, I'm an improviser. I love improvisers. You know, that's the world that I come from. And so, but yeah, he, he's a consummate improviser, but like on camera. And so, you know, your script, that was lovely, but it's probably not happening. <laughs> so. In fact, not probably. Your script isn't happening. <laughs> so John Witherspoon is going to do whatever the fuck John Witherspoon wants to do. And he's great. Like, he didn't really repeat takes either. He would do a take one way, and then, like, if he did it, like, it's dead. Like, the next take is not is not going to be the same. So don't be ready for it. But he's kind of like me because I prefer fresh laughs. Like, I prefer, like, a new laugh so that I can navigate it. So, um but yeah, it's like that 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 idea of like, you know, you don't want to ever do anything the same if you don't have to. And so he had hit that sweet spot where everybody knew who John Witherspoon was and what he did. So he didn't have to do he was he made his he wrote his own rules or whatever. He wrote his own script. He didn't give a fuck. But that's why he's there is to write his own script, because everything that he's doing is 10 times better than whatever you wrote. So, you know, everybody wins in the situation. But so it was just awesome to watch him work and just to be like, you know, I mean, he, he did occasionally like re repeat something but it's like if it didn't if he tripped up on it or something then he would you know in the next take he would rework it out but he would always add on to it he would never he would never do anything exactly the same and so but yeah it was like most takes as a brand new fucking thing and so the the challenge becomes when you're playing opposite of john witherspoon is to not laugh <laughs> Like, if you were in a shot, <laughs> you cannot laugh. And so, like, that's just the whole thing. You're just kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, you're just like, you know, and, and, and you, you gotta, you gotta just stare him down, you know, like, and let him do whatever the fuck he's gonna do. <laughs> and he did the most. I feel like, what is it? It was like, he said, I, I don't remember what it, he, it was always so wild, but it was so fun. Anyways, um, it was just a joy to work with him and working on Black Jesus. That was a great show to work on. I love that show. I hope it comes back, bring me back, everyone involved. Anyways, I need my own show. Shit. Um, so, but yeah, that's the John Witherspoon story. He's uh, He was amazing. He is amazing. His work lives on. Um, and it was such a pleasure and a joy working with such a legend. I, I yeah, I did I, nothing bad to say. Sorry, y'all. You got knocked the fuck out. Chris Tucker said every single thing like it was a catchphrase. And then it all became a catchphrase. So. <laughs> and you know this, man. Every single thing. I love it. Um, this film. So is it a perfect film? Yes, it is a perfect time capsule of this moment in history. Is it problematic at this present day and age? Sure the fuck is. <laughs> like, it's so... You know, a lot of things you're just like, oh, gosh, you know, but they, it's, things, it's choices we wouldn't make now, but it is what it was. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I think that it can be appreciated for what it is. If I have to watch fucking the birth of a nation in film school, uh, so shalleth they watch Friday anyway. Um, so it's, it's done now. Great film. Love it. Ugh. Just I went all the way back. I wasn't really expecting that, but it like takes you back to when you first saw it and stuff. And so you just kind of go, oh, my goodness. And it's just such a time capsule. Man, I don't know. This was, it. you know, it was a different kind of laughter. It was like it was like nostalgic laughter, like a trip down memory lane. Did somebody say memory lane? Ah, uh, yes, I remember memory lane. 
Memory Lane was the name of a hooker in Sweden. I remember dining on the delectable dingleberries from Dante the Mandingo. Ah, yes, and the big-breasted booty battles with a baby-faced bitch named Bajorn. Ah, yes, I miss Bajorn. And ransacking the rectum of Rahulio, the racist rifleman from Raleigh. You guys, you guys. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. Thanks for listening, you guys. We had some fun. We watched Friday on a Friday. If you've never seen Friday, you need to watch Friday because it's really good. The ending is questionable, but <laughs> love it. Anyway, so thank you guys for listening. So much fun. Yes, be with SB. I'm SB right off the third. If you like this, then don't forget to rate it and leave a review rate it five stars please people have been dropping four stars and i want to find who they are <laughs> meet them in a dark alley five stars and also uh leave a review that says i love this show or just simply yes be that will do thank you guys for listening see you next time Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.